Good morning. It's Friday, December 22nd. I'm Shamita Basu. This is Apple News Today. On today's show, how the U.S. economy is in a weirdly okay place. An unseasonably warm end to this unseasonably warm year. And the sound bites that sum up pop culture in 2023. But first, let's take a quick look at some major stories in the news. The death toll in Gaza is now past 20,000 people, health officials there say. That's far higher than any recent conflict in Gaza, and also more than the number of Palestinians killed in the 1948 Arab-Israeli War. The U.N. Security Council has been negotiating over a resolution for a pause in fighting to allow more humanitarian aid in. The U.S. has blocked some ceasefire efforts in the past, saying they weren't fair to Israel. But the U.S. now says that talks with other countries have led to language it could support in a vote. In Prague, police are investigating potential motives behind a shooting that killed at least 14 people at a university. The gunman is dead. The country has declared a national day of mourning tomorrow. This is the worst ever mass shooting in the Czech Republic. And Rudy Giuliani is filing for bankruptcy. This comes just days after a jury ordered him to pay nearly $150 million to two Georgia election workers for defamation. His filing claims he has debts of up to half a billion dollars and said he only has assets worth up to $10 million. As 2023 comes to a close, we want to take a moment to look back at the state of the American economy, where something weird is going on, but not in a bad way. GDP growth is fairly steady, unemployment is safely under 4%, and while inflation was high, it's been on its way down. The Wall Street Journal's chief economics commentator, Greg Ipp, points out something interesting. If you look at the economic forecasting ahead of 2020, compared to right now, things are nearly identical. It's as if the U.S. economy barely noticed there was a devastating global pandemic. Now, it wasn't supposed to go like this. There were predictions that COVID would push millions of people out of the job market for good, or that working from home would radically alter economic growth. But any changes now appear to be temporary blips. One thing that is different, and that might stick around, is higher interest rates. But Ip argues maybe it's not really a change. Interest rates got extremely low in the years after the global financial crisis around 2008, and we got used to that. But that was definitely not the norm in the decades before. In the 1980s, mortgage rates were over 15 percent. As for the rest of the world... The Economist compiled data to see which of the leading economies had the best year. And the winner was a surprise to us, maybe you too, it's Greece. In the past, Greece made economic headlines for debt crises and spending scandals. But The Economist pulled all the numbers and finds that Greece has quietly stabilized its economy and won over global investors who like the economic reforms it's made. As for the U.S., The Economist ranks it third. Thank you. 
Christmas is just days away, but depending on where you are in the country, it might not be feeling like it. There is seriously warm weather in the Midwest. Some places in the upper Midwest and western Great Lakes are set to have temperatures 30 degrees higher than normal. And in much of Minnesota, where a white Christmas is usually guaranteed, it's going to be way too warm for any snow to fall. Even the state's ice festival, I mean, we are talking about Minnesota after all, had to be canceled due to the forecast. CBS Minnesota talked to the event's organizer, Robbie Harrell, who had been planning a giant ice maze. It's the right decision out of safety, out of the respect for the team. You know, you'd hate to stand something up fully and have it, you know, collapse a week or two weeks later. Chicago, Duluth, Minnesota, and Eau Claire, Wisconsin are among the cities, the Washington Post says, could see record high Christmas morning temperatures. New record highs have already been set in parts of the Southwest. This unseasonable warmth is due to a number of factors, including human-driven climate change and a continuing strong El Nino pattern. And it might be a fitting ending to what scientists have already determined is the hottest year on record. 2023 was marked by sweltering summers, widespread drought, and raging fires. And finally, this is our last show for 2023. After today, Apple News Today is taking a break for the holidays. And it has been quite the year. We have covered the Ukraine war, Israel-Hamas war, devastating earthquakes in Turkey and Syria, and wildfires in Maui. Four Trump indictments and many rounds of voting for a new Speaker of the House, the rise of AI, and a historic Hollywood double strike. With so many highs and so many lows, it's pretty tough to sum up the biggest events of the year. Many news outlets are trying, with roundups and lists. We especially liked the approach taken by The Ringer. They cover sports and pop culture best. But what they did was choose the 84 sentences that explain 2023. So let's take a little audio tour. In February, we had Tom Brady announce the end of his football career again. I'm retiring for good. And that one actually stuck so far. Oscar season brought a lot of feel-good storylines, like Ki Hui Kwan's emotional acceptance speech when he won for Best Supporting Actor for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Dreams are something you have to believe in. Across the board in entertainment, it was really a banner year, especially for TV. So many shows had us talking. One of my personal favorite TV moments of the year, Logan Roy absolutely roasting his adult children in the final season of Succession. I love you, but you are not serious people. That is, of course, until the dual writers and actors strikes brought Hollywood to a halt for a while. SAG after President Fran Drescher announced the strike by calling out studios as greedy. They stand on the wrong side of history at this very moment. We stand in solidarity, in unprecedented unity. Here's one that'll make you go, wow, that was this year? In June, the world watched and waited for news of the doomed Titan submersible, including Titanic filmmaker James Cameron. So I felt in my bones what had happened. 
This was the year of Taylor Swift's huge eras tour, transforming local economies everywhere she went by drawing in hundreds of thousands of concert goers. And the ride-along story of the tour has been her romance with Travis Kelsey of the Kansas City Chiefs. In November, while she was playing a show in Buenos Aires, with Kelsey in the audience, Swift publicly acknowledged their relationship with a surprise lyric change. Britney Spears published her memoir, The Woman in Me, which made big waves in some circles. But what caught a lot of people's attention was Michelle Williams' reading of the audiobook, which led to many cringy moments about things that Britney's ex, Justin Timberlake, apparently used to say, including this one. Oh, yeah. Foshes, foshes. Genuine. What's up, homie? And lastly, George Santos was expelled from Congress in this last month of the year. And on his way out, he let all of us know how he felt about it. Why would I want to stay here? The hell with this place? That one's a little hard to hear. He's saying, why would I want to stay here to hell with this place? We will let that be the end salute to 2023. You can find all these stories and more in the Apple News app, including some more great year in review special coverage in the days ahead. As I mentioned, Apple News Today will be off until January 2nd, and I'll be starting my maternity leave. So you'll have guest hosts bringing you the news for the first few months of 2024. Thank you for listening. Thanks so much for joining me every morning. Thanks for all the nice notes I've been getting, wishing me well. I hope you have a peaceful, joyful holiday and a very happy new year. I'll send you off with one last narrated article, if you're listening in the news app. This one's from The Atlantic. It's about a philosophy that looks at our lives as having seasons and how that helps us deal with change and make it through difficult times. Feels like a nice end of the year listen. Enjoy that, and my colleagues will be back bringing you the news in January. 